The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Uh, my next guest is Katie Harrington. She is a freelance writer and she is a very happy person and she is not some callous hag with a heart and cervix of ice. Katie, you're very welcome to the show. You'll have to explain to our listeners why you decided to write that for The Independent. Well, first of all, I'm not sure I'm not a hag, but I'm not a callous hag. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I wrote a piece in the Sunday Independent. I'm a journalist. Uh, I've been based in London for years, but came back to Ireland about a year ago. And uh, something that's happened since for, to me for 20 years has kind of resurfaced since I've been back, which is people constantly quizzing me about why I don't have children, which is totally fine. Um, I love being home and I love that people are so honest and open here. But I think kind of just after 20 years of being constantly interrogated um, and trying to convince people that I've decided not to have children by choice um, and not for any other reason. Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to get out of my system, which is just what I did. Now, I know this, uh, a gentleman always remembers uh, a lady's birthday, but never her age. But uh, you, you, you did actually say your age in this piece, so I don't mind saying oh, yeah. it. I mean, you, you had a, well, kind of, you had a big roundy birthday uh, during lockdown. Uh, you turned 40. And uh, I mean, has that led to increased questions or is there beginning to be a kind of a dip? Uh, Well, just for the sake of journalistic accuracy, I'm now 41. Um, But I think, yeah, something, I think something happens when you're 40. Um, For me, it was such a positive thing and I would walk down Patrick Street in Cork with a sandwich board me and ring my bell and tell everyone my age. I'm not that, I don't think we should ever be shy about saying our age. But also, I suppose for me, it just compacted. In my 20s, I feel like when I, you know, mentioned to people in passing or in conversation that I never wanted children. And when I say I never wanted children, I didn't have a moment in my life where I thought, oh, oh, I, it always felt very innate to me. It was never something that I questioned. But Obviously, and this is a good thing, too, when people started questioning me sometimes, you know, very, very emphatically, um, sometimes quite rudely uh, and then sometimes politely and jovial. Um, you know, I'm, I'm talking about everyone from family members to friends, uh, ex-partners to taxi drivers. You know, it just seemed to me odd that 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 I wasn't kind of being believed or that my word wasn't being taken at face mm. value. And that's totally fine because I'm sure for myriads of your listeners or myriads of people who read the Indo, you know, they probably felt like that in their 20s too, men, women, and they did change their mind. So I, I get that. But for me, I, I kind of was more reverential in my 20s, to be honest. <laughs> Maybe a little less prickly. In my 30s, it started to irk me. And in my 40s now, I'm just really over it. You the, know? Because and the reason I ask whether it dips, I just wonder, because I, I assume when you were in your 20s and you said you didn't want it, people maybe kind of, uh, they, 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 they might have thought you were guilty of a bit of naivety. Oh, you'll, she'll grow out of that. Don't worry. She'll want kids yes. eventually. Uh, and then maybe in your 30s, people are wondering when it's going to happen. Uh, why I ask about a dip is I wonder, uh, does there come a point where people do start to get a little embarrassed about asking you because they're worried what the answer might be or or, 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 oh God, or, no. or do they do they, do they keep plowing away with the questions do they God no no one's embarrassed to ask you I feel like people are I feel it's their right and you know I would say as well I, I know I'm being facetious and, and, and maybe a little glib but you know one of the comments on Instagram uh, when the Indo posted this on their page on Sunday actually struck a chord with me because one of the women um, and mostly the women who commented were incredibly positive be they parents who said, good on you for saying this. It's really tough. More people should say how tough it is. Don't do it unless you really, really want it. Mm. Um, but also one woman said that she was child free, but not by choice. And she said that people questioning her at, you know, family events and stuff is obviously incredibly painful and sensitive. And I think that's something we need to be aware of, too. Um, but yeah, you're a dead right here. And like uh, people have 
done this sort of Mrs. Doyle to me, like the, ah, sure, you'll meet the right person thing. And one of the women I interviewed, I asked her how she dealt with that question. And she now says very politely, yes, but when I meet the right person, that person won't want to have children either. And she's now married to someone and, and doesn't have kids with him. So I think that, that you get all things, sort of things thrown at you. Your yeah. biological clock will kick in. You'll really regret it. I've been told to freeze my eggs, which is a really intrusive, costly procedure. And people just keep saying, but just do it just in case. And I, it almost feels to me like there's some sort of frantic need for me to explain that this is just not for me. And I think it's good to be honest and open about these things. And I also think it's something a lot more women are choosing. I know it's a privilege to have that choice and I'm not unaware of that. But, mm. you know, I think it's um, there's a myriad of reasons that men and women would want to not have children. And I'm, I'm not asking for a round of applause or anything, but I, I don't think I should be getting interrogated either. Oh, and how do you deal with it? If your friend deals with it by saying, yeah, I, I have met that man and he doesn't want them either. Um, well, what's your stock answer? Uh, they've ranged from extremely polite and reticent to pretty prickly, depending on when you <laughs> okay. catch me. But now I honestly do think I, I kind of have taken it, as I say, your 40s mellow you anyway, but uh, in my experience. But I do think, um, you know, I, I am a little bit more bemused by it. But definitely it, it did. It, there have been times when it's come from a total stranger. Um, and it depends how people say it too. Uh, but it, it has irked me, certainly. Um, but, you know, as I say that when it really struck me what that woman said on Instagram that, you know, if this was something that you were battling with, whether you're a man or a woman and someone was questioning you at a, yeah. a barbecue about it, you know, it, I think there just needs to be a bit of sensitivity about that, you know. Um, and, and what's, what's I wonder, like, what's the response from people? I do, are people curious because, the, you know, the, 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 the more... I was about to say more natural, which is a bit unfair. The the more normal situation is that people do have a desire to reproduce. We'd be fairly unsuccessful as a species, I guess, if that wasn't the kind of the, the, the usual situation. So when you say this and you explain to people, um, no, listen, I actually, I, I don't want kids and I've never wanted kids and I'm perfectly happy uh, with that. Are they curious? Do they want to talk about it? Or is there still a cohort who think, ah, you know what, you're wrong about that. I bet you, you do want them. I don't know what goes on in other people's heads, but I do try um, to debunk a few of the myths that they might have about me or other people who don't want kids. And number one is that I don't dislike children. Um, I love kids. I think kids are great. I love my friends' kids and I have friends who are pregnant at the moment and I see the joy that that brings and I just never wanted my own. Um, and also, you know, there's there's this sort of nastier part to it. I mean, th- I think someone on Instagram commented, you know, you'll die alone with no one to care for you. Which was joyful. Um, but, you know, I also, I suppose maybe if I'd been that prickly person in my 20s, I might have replied back saying that, you know, having kids is no guarantee that you won't die alone either. So, um, you know, I, as I say, I, I don't know what goes on in other people's heads, but I know what goes on in mine. And I know that it's a choice that I've I've never felt stronger about, that, that all the things that people said to me that would happen, that I'd regretted desperately, that I'd rue the day or that I'd, you know, be lonely. Also, I think a factor in this is a lot of the women I interviewed for this piece, Karen, those who had uh, a role model, say a family friend, an aunt, a cousin or a colleague who either male or female didn't have children themselves and had a happy, fulfilled life, they were much more inclined to, to see life as rosier without children. And I think that's a factor for me too. You know, I've got a really close aunt and uncle who decided never to have children and I see their wonderful life. And I think maybe that's why I wasn't 
so convinced yeah. that my gritty end in a flat alone covered in cat hair. <laughs> um, I mean, you say kind of man or woman. Do you suspect though you'd be treated differently or the questions would be different or maybe they wouldn't be asked as often if you were a man? I, I don't know that, you know, and the, the only people I spoke to that for this piece were women, but I, I do know that men have told me that they get um, a bit harried at family parties except like when you're giving us a grandchild and that kind of thing so I know for sure that this does happen to men too my own anecdote levels and my personal experience is that it happens to women more yeah. um you know and I, I think even when people are out and they're in a married couple if if someone says that they're not having kids I, I think sometimes we automatically presume there's something wrong with the woman you know and again it's a terrible assumption to make and uh, there are a myriad of reasons people would not might choose not to have children these days. You know, it might be climate change, personal choice. They might just not like responsibility like I don't. They might be worried about the state of the world. There, there's so many reasons. So I think we just can't assume. Um, you know, it's it's important not to just assume that we know what's going on in other people's lives. Uh, uh, the reason I asked though about the difference between men and women, I guess, is, uh, uh, you know, maybe men are getting asked the question, but they get, I assume they get asked with slightly less urgency you know as in you know both sexes have a biological clock but as with the man's clock ticks for that little bit longer if that makes sense for sure and also again like a slightly more serious point i i know gender health gap is a very boring term and i'm not trying to put this under the same umbrella but you know we know i'm a journalist and i write about women's health a lot and we know we have report after report to back up that women are you know traditionally not believed when they talk about their symptoms in a gp and as i say i'm not correlating the two things but I do just feel sometimes when I emphatically tell someone that for 20 plus years I've been saying the same thing and they're still doing that. Ah, but when you meet the right fella, it just sort of, I just want to lie down and someone get me a cold beer. I, I don't know. You know, it is frustrating at times. And I think if you were, as I said, struggling to have kids, it must be painful. Um, so my issue is is very silly uh, and light in comparison. But it, it's something that I've noticed time after time. I mean, honestly, if I had a penny for every time, I probably wouldn't be a journalist. All right. Well, listen, it's a, I'm glad you're a journalist because it's a great piece and, and <laughs> people you. should seek it out and read it. It was in the Indo at the weekend. Katie Harrington is a freelance uh, writer. Katie, an absolute pleasure and thanks a million uh, for joining us. Uh, Katie mentioned climate change is the reason you can completely offset your carbon footprint by being childless, says somebody just saying. Others are getting in touch in 53106 about uh, the Lewis and the fact that uh, the company who operate the Lewis are uh, carrying out a a customer survey. They want to find out if people have a problem with other users playing videos or music on their phones or their devices without headphones, playing them out loud so that the whole carriage has to endure it. What a pair of whingers you and Jess Kelly are. Get over yourselves and get some headphones. Problem solved. Somebody else though says, include that people watching a video without headphones on a three-hour flight and people talking on their phone at the top of their voices for the duration of a two-hour bus journey. Such ignorance. Mark and Clonsilla says, we have to accept we are basically an ignorant bunch of people. In Paris, they have a no mobile phone sign on their coaches and guess what? Everybody obeys the request. I have no issues asking people for the seat or to move their bags, says one of our listeners, because Jess Kelly was making the point that we've learned or we have unlearned how to be sound to each other. We need to learn again. And this is particularly true in public transport. She was on a bus that was packed yesterday and several people had bags on seats and were not offering those seats to people standing. Jeanette goes on to say, if they don't, I ask them if they've paid for two seats, then I give my seat up to someone who needs it, like an older, disabled or pregnant person person. I don't even like when people speak loudly into their phones. I always wear earphones so that people can't eavesdrop. All it takes 
is some manners. And one more for the moment, but it's only a flavour of the text coming in. Jill and Trim says, wow, it shows the state the country has gotten when we're even asking the question about whether or not other people's music is acceptable on public transport. Of course it's not. It's the height of bad manners and it is downright vulgar. Go to Paris, London, Rome or Berlin and you won't see or hear it. Manners has gone completely in Ireland. So says Jill. Anyway, Jill, thank you for the text. 53106. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.